Hi, I'm Patrick. Hi, I'm Emma. And we're like heaps cultured and love to watch movies. But we haven't seen the ones we should have. So we've parked ourselves on this double bed. And we're going to fill in the blanks by watching movies two at a time. And then we're going to have a chat about it for your benefit on this little podcast that we've called... Double Bed? Double Bill. Actually, do you know what the best part of this week has been? What's that? <laughs> our baby salted pretzel, Chuckyo, is back oh, at Audi. Chuckyo, my love. So, so early on in COVID, Patrick and I became obsessed with the generic Chuckyo Aldi brand, but the specific chocolate salted pretzel, it's so good. Yeah. It's And I don't even have a sweet tooth. It's just, it's so nice. Yeah, but it's got a bit of salt, a bit of crunch. Yes. It's so good. It's the business. And obviously when we become obsessed with something, we really go hard, don't we? Oh, yeah. No. Like with anything. It's a habit. Immediately. If, oh, yeah. I, I feel for smokers. Like I really do. <laughs> so we were stocking up your bedside table drawer, a.k.a. my bedside table drawer, yeah. with all of these salted pretzel truck years. Yeah. And we, one day we then realised... It's completely gone. It was from the gone. Shelves. Not in any. We tried like three Aldis. They were all out gone. of stock. Did I drive around in a panic? Yes, I did. <laughs> Couldn't find them anywhere. Did you look for a hotline number? No. <laughs> well, it's not the Red Rock Deli chip incident of 2013. Okay. When she called Red Rock Deli because they thought they discontinued lime and black pepper. Well, I couldn't find it at the woods. No, anyway, ma'am, it's fine. Anyway, that's what the hotlines are there for on the back of the chip okay, packet. Okay, yep. So, um, couldn't find the salted pretzel anywhere. I came here to see you and you were like. Yep. I was like, you know what? No, it's okay. I've still got the block in the bedside table drawer and you looked up in the way you looked at me <laughs> and you've eaten it while I wasn't here. I'd eaten it in secret and I had like, with being like, oh no, let's buy another block. And, and replace it. And, and then they, they were gone. gone. And then you did research and you realised it was limited time only. What's well, a regular flavour, but like, it cycles through. Seasonal, apparently. Yeah, Chocolate seasonal. is seasonal. Anyway, two months later, here we are. It's back. It's fine. We may or may not have nine blocks in I... the drawer. And you know what? My mum actually encouraged Joanne was like, just get some more. They put them at the bottom of the cupboard. It's fine. And I was like, <laughs> yes, this is where I get it from. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another week of Double Bed, Double Bill. <laughs> <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Dead. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Oh, you made fun of me first, Uh This week, we are going back to the foggy old brilliance of childhood. And we are going back to, like, not like the favourite films of our childhood, but just like two films that we both, each other's families really, like, held on to yeah. with both hands. Yep. And the Squeezed is... every ounce of <laughs> anything out of. Um, and like, you know, I've never seen yours and you've never seen mine. Yeah. I'll show you yours if you show me mine. You've seen mine. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. But not my movie. Um, so this week we're watching The Little Rascals. And The Goonies. Oh. Talk a little bit about The Goonies in your childhood. So The Goonies is a film that my mum and her siblings were obsessed with. In the 80s, 1985 it came out. And then it's just it's just stayed with them ever since. 85? Yeah, three years Same year as Clue. Oh, for God's sake. They, it just stayed with them and it was a movie that you just... They showed their kids. Yeah. And we all became obsessed yeah, with it. Yeah, sure. And, you know, we all quote it. We all love it. We all sit around and watch it. It's Good just one. It's just one of our movies. Yeah, right. It, like, really great plot, I think. Kind of easy to follow along. Lots of action. Lots of stuff happens. Yeah, good. It's classic 80s as well. And my family do 
hang on to the 80s quite a lot. Yeah, I'm getting them. That was their prime as well. Like, they loved the 80s growing up themselves. Again and again, we're finding that's just a hole in my film literacy. I think it's because by the time they got to the 80s, they, like, especially, I'm talking my mum's side of the family, they had come into money because my grandfather worked his ass off. True. So they, you know, had obviously more opportunity to go to more movies, see more movies. They even, I don't know if I've ever told you this, my mum and her siblings afforded a camcorder and would like record home movies and stuff. That's pretty fancy. That's fancy, but that's yeah. all in the 80s. So yeah. everything, it's. I think they associate themselves with all of that as well. It's their, it's their growing up and they, Aww. you know how. They must love Stranger Things then. They're obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed with Stranger Things. Oh, it's like made for them. It's like they wish they were in an 80s film. Yeah. Basically. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, why do your family well, love Little Rascals so much? I don't get it. Look, I don't know exactly why. I, I think just, I know why. Why? It seems like the movie your mum, especially, yeah. knowing her, yeah. would sit down and be like, let's watch Little Rascals. Oh, yeah, no, we watched it like, all the time. Like, all the time. It was one of the staples. I can see it being driven by your mum, though. We had it on VHS. Like, not even, like, taped off telly. Like, the proper yeah, VHS. Right. Fancy. Um... Yeah, we watched it all the time. We loved it. Quoted it all the time. I still quote it all the time. Uh, I remember I remember we used to go to our friends, the Cables, Claire Cable and her kids. And they had it on VHS. And it was like, you know how you used to be able to buy like X rentals? Yeah. Like, you know, they'd buy like 12 copies of a new release. And then when they put it into the range, they'd like sell all the spare copies. Yes. Yeah. So they had it. And it had the like weekly, st- or you know, the stickers on it for like top video. And um, I wasn't aware of the concept of X-Rentals at the time. What's so, it, why are you saying the word X-Rental? So that's what it was. So Is that just what it called, what's called when a video store would sell their videos? Yeah. Yeah, right. I yeah. didn't know that. So like when a new release would come out, they'd have 12 copies on the shelf because yes. it would be popular. Yes. And then when it just went into range, they'd just keep like two or three. Yeah. And sell all the excess for like $10 at a sale table at the front. That's how I bought American Beauty that first Ugh. time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we would always go to the Cable's house and they had one of these, but I didn't know about the concept of an ex-rental. So I thought they hired it week after week after week. Oh and I was like, God. it's not that good. Oh my God. And I just thought it was so queer that they would just <laughs> hire it every single week. <laughs> and even up until like a year ago, I was like, that was weird. They used to borrow that. And now, now as an adult, I'm like, oh, they probably That's just really bought funny. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we watch it all the time. My mum still quotes it incorrectly because she's not very good at getting oh, things accurate. Um, only the other day she said to me, you are the scum on my foot. Yeah, yeah, classic. <laughs> I can see her being the one that's driving it, though, being like, let's sit down and watch Little Rascals. Oh, yeah, she loved yeah. it. Yeah. She loved it. It's a, it's a classic. It's an easy watch as well. Like, it's yeah. a family easy watch. It's totally. like the Goonies. They're both pretty easy watches, I think. Yeah. All right, well, let's get stuck into them. Woo! I'm excited. What's up, guys? <laughs> Where's the note? 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 I know I got here somewhere. Come on, guys. We'll find it. I'm waiting. I know. I gave it to you. Okay, I remember what it said. Dear Darla, I hate your stinking guts. You make me vomit. 
You're a scum between my toes. Ah, love, Alf, Alf. So first up, we're going to look at The Little Rascals, which was made in 1994, the year that I was in utero and Patrick was in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> this was written and directed by Penelope Spheris. It stars Travis Tedford, Kevin Jamal Woods, Blake McIver Ewing, Brittany Ashton Holmes and Bug Hall. And another cast of, you know... Oh, I'm only naming the top children. billing. But they're, 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 they're the good ones. Yeah, if their agents didn't fight for top billing, I'm not calling out <laughs> their names. Soz. So this is a Patrick movie. I had not seen this film. Yes. And do you think it's weird I hadn't seen it? Um, no, it because deal? because I totally understand the whole the whole thing. Like, we've talked about this a lot, yeah. making this podcast, that there's just these, naturally these holes. that You can't watch don't. everything. I get it. You can't yeah. watch everything. Like, everyone's got that one Disney film that they didn't see as a kid. Yes. What was your one? Uh, I think... No, Sleeping Beauty. Never seen it. <gasps> Me too. I've never seen really? it. Really? Oh, oh, we should add it to the list. I don't want to watch it, though. <laughs> okay, maybe we will. We'll I've see. I've never seen Sleeping Beauty. <clears throat> I don't Boring. feel made. She looks a bit basic. Yeah. Anyway. Wake up, girl. <laughs> Wake up, Australia. Tasmania's floating away. <laughs> Wake up, Jeff. Tasmania. <laughs> what I do mean, you want? It's a quote that ever... My colleague, it's from an old Aussie commercial. Oh. Wake up, Australia. Tasmania's floating away. She says it to me every time I have like a blonde moment. <laughs> That's great. How funny is it? I want to hear it. I love her. Alrighty. So, I have not seen this film. No. Patrick has. Many times. It's very important to it your today. family. Yes. Oh, it's not important. It's just, it's like it's part of the lineage. Yeah, right. It's not like, you know, we don't have it on a pedestal, but we're like, oh, what a classic, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without yeah. the quotes. See, even the fact that you call it a classic means it's pretty important. <clears throat> I don't just call anything a classic. Okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah, so um, what do you already know about the film before watching it? Or what did you know? So little. I knew that it was a film that starred child actors yep. about kids. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got? Yeah. yeah. Okay, no, that's fair. That's okay. it. Did you like know 90s? It was a 90s film or? No, I didn't know if it was Nothing. 80s or 90s. No, okay. I didn't know anything. <clears throat> child ensemble, child movie. That's it. Yep. <laughs> Kids. Yeah, you know, good start. Cool. Yeah. I'm pretty much the same for the Goonies. Yeah. What did you know about the Goonies? Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, fine. <laughs> I don't want to give all my, all my, all my <laughs> stories away just yet. Um, so let's talk about the plot. Go on, give us, can you please just give a brief plot summary? Okay, the brief plot summary is there are a bunch of kids, boys, there are a bunch of boys yeah, who are about kids. five, six. They have a club called the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Wow. They have a clubhouse made out of scrap bits that they meet in. Um, one, so the, the guy who runs the club, whose name is... Spanky. Spanky, thank you. <laughs> I'm still not good with names, even though it's my <laughs> favourite childhood oh, film. they've got stupid <clears> names. Spanky, and his best friend is Alfalfa. But Alfalfa's starting to think about girls a bit, and he's in love with the local girl, Darla. Darla. And he is seducing her. <laughs> wooing her. Let's say wooing. Seducing sounds creepy for five-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. He's wooing her. And the other boys catch wind of it and are appalled. He, Alfalfa plans a date to prove how important Darla is. They sabotage it. Uh, and it ends up burning down the whole clubhouse. It's a disaster. They put Alfalfa on Look, trial. shit goes down. And then Dala tries to help them to be like, it's, okay, it's cool, I can help you fix your burnt down clubhouse. And then they get 
they go in a go-kart race and Darla does nothing of the sort. I have no idea what you're talking about. No. Waldo comes in, the new boy on the block, and he's like rich, rich oil baron money. Turns out to be Donald Trump's son. (laughs) (laughs) And um, she's in love with him instead. Alfalfa's like very sad. Gonna win her back. Tries to win her back through song at the talent show at the local fair. Uh, Meanwhile, the boys are trying to rebuild the clubhouse, but they need $500 to do it. Uh, Can't get a loan. Can't scrounge it up by doing a talent show. So they hijinks ensue. There's this like, you know, annual car race. Their car gets stolen. So they have to come together to build it by scratch with, you know, all the broken bits of the clubhouse. And there's a fun race scene and woohoo. Okay, yeah, get to the point. Win my hair. Yes. Alfalfa wins because of, you know, essentially he wins because he's in love with Dala. Because otherwise he would have not tied the handkerchief on. And his hair wins. His distinctive little thing is what wins that race. His boner on his head. <laughs> it's a little hair lick. It's a cow lick. His hair boner. Anyway, through all these antics, the boys realise that, hey, girls aren't as bad as they seem. And they invite the girls to join their He-Man Woman Haters Club without changing the name of it. And at the end of the movie, everyone just kind of pairs up and kisses. The end. Wow. That's the plot. Okay, after saying that whole plot, yeah. do you know what movie... This is so similar to. After you just said all of that out loud, it's all I was thinking about the whole time I watched it. And I couldn't... Is there a car race in it? Yes. Oh. I couldn't lean over and say anything to you because I was like, I need to wait and... Oh, no, I don't know. It's Greece. I was about to say, is it Greece? (laughs) Why did you say it? Oh, because I was was like, no, nothing burns down in Greece. Gang. Yeah. But the boy likes the girl that he's not meant to like. Secretly... West Side Story. Romeo and Juliet. (gasps) Yeah, but they don't have car scenes. Secretly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. The famous chariot drags. (laughs) Secretly sees the girl. But then things go down and there's a, and there's, and they realize the girl's not that bad. And there's a race car scene. It's literally great. Oh, okay. Okay. I hear you. Alfalfa is Denny Zuko. Denny Zuko. Denny Zuko. Okay. Do you, Spanky is Hickey from Kaniki. Okay. Well, you know, we'll investigate that further. That's all I could think about the whole time. <laughs> um, so let's riff on this bloody film. Okay. What are your favourite bits of it? Um, okay, so my favourite thing about it are the little duo of Porky and Buckwheat. Yeah. They are so cute. <clears throat> Can I just say, I think we need to talk about... Sorry. Yeah. I think we need to talk about the... The child acting, because it's a very big part of how the film... We should talk about child acting. It's not only a big part about how the film is as an end product, but I'm guessing how it was made as well. Yeah. These kids are really young. Yeah. They're like four to five. They can't read yet. They're not four. P, some of them are four. I'm telling you. Really? Yes. You don't know a thing about children. Well, that's how old I was in 94. They're my age. Yeah. Okay. And you couldn't have made a film at that age. Oh, I could have. I was a dancing star. They were so, so small. They couldn't even read yet. Yeah. But they were do- making Yes, they movie. could. They wrote notes to each other and love letters. Oh, my God. The thing about this film that I'm that bothers me so much is the fact that clearly these actors were too young to do the roles. Yes. And there was so much they would have needed to do in post. So much ADR yeah. was added on. Like, so... It's like they wrote the film to be a cartoon with adults doing the voiceovers for the children. Yes. Yeah. Anytime there was any kind of singing or any... 
even scenes where they're clearly in an extenuating circumstance, like when Dala and Alfalfa are on the boat, and yeah. you can tell the kids are probably nervous that they're in a boat and acting, and Alfa- yeah. all the lines are just them shaking their head side to side, and in post-production, it's them being like, I love you, Darla. And they said, like, oh. big words. Um, they use, like, big words all the time. Yeah, and obviously they're being fed those lines on set. Yeah. The whole thing just is really robotic, and it's... Yeah. It's part of its charm. Of course. Yeah. And that's the whole thing of it's these kids doing... This is another thing I want to talk about. These kids are doing things that kids don't do. Yeah. Oh, obviously. E.g., Whatever they want, they're doing whatever. Fighting they fires, want. building clubhouse. Do you know there's a scene cut from the film? Oh, did you read about this? I've no, read about it. No. Where a fire truck turns up when they're they're on fire, and they're like, "Yay, the fire brigade's here!" And then it like turns away to go somewhere else. And like, oh. Why would it do that? I don't get that. What do you mean? Why would the fire truck just turn away when they? Oh see no, they're on the way fire. to another fire. Like they oh. went to this fire. I'm glad they cut it. I'm glad they cut it. That's so confusing. I'd be yeah. like. Are the kids ghosts and no one can see them? Well, it's kind of weird. Are the, this are the kids dead? <gasps> no, no, no. Are the kids dead? They're not dead. Well, where are their parents? You've seen them. I'm sorry, Spanky Alf. Alpha's not here. Okay, one one set of parents, and then Donald was, Trump is Walter's like, dad. It's like, so okay, so it's based on comics, not comics, like films from yes. like, and comics and films yes. from like the 30s. Yes, where kids just fucking ran out in the fields, and the parents yeah. were like. Yeah, cool. They'll turn back up at some point. Another issue that I have with this film is that I have no idea where this movie is meant to be set. Yeah. Because it opens up and you see buildings. So, like, I see a city in the distance. Yeah. But I see neighbourhood. But I see palm trees. But I see a river. And I see bridges. And then I see mountains in the background. It's a bit confusing. I wrote them all down. Where are they? Like, where are you? Um, can we just put in brackets West Coast? It just feels like general LA kind of vicinity. Sure. But what's weird, okay, so what's strange about it? You know, yeah, cool, the sensibility of children from the 30s running off, doing whatever they want. Yeah. It's like set kind of in the 90s. Yes. But with costuming from the original movies in the 30s, they all look They wear like... these weird anachronistic costumes that are sort, sort of slightly updated. They look like ghosts. The costumes Stop look like ghosts. Stop with this it theory. Like those kids, Stop it. Those kids have died in the 30s and stayed in their dead, <laughs> in their dead ghost clothes that they have oh, to wear for eternity. Oh my God, you are incorrigible. So, that's strange. And then the fact that they... Are just allowed to build this house, like clubhouse. Whose property is that on? Well, exactly. Whose property is it? Why has the council not come in and been like, uh, this is not a stable structure. What are you doing the here? Council. Well, you know. But then if you look inside the building, it's got proper beams. Oh. Like it's proper, I mean, you know, it's a set. But... Someone's done a working bee on that. <laughs> but these children didn't build it. No, clearly Maybe not. they found a shell of a shed and built around it. But then they, when they, it burns down, they rebuild it. It's and like it's even home, better. It's like a homeless person's shelter they've taken oh. over or something. And no one, no one just thinks to be like, Checking on these children running a bloody thing that says woman haters on the door, which is. <laughs> Do you know what I would have liked? I would have liked, Penelope, this is for you. I would have liked yeah. a scene with their parents at the end being like, what have you kids been up to today? Come here. Like, I would have loved that. Oh, it would have capped it off really nice. Like Stuart Little vibes. Oh. It would have capped it off. If Gina Davis had just come in at the end and Hugh Laurie <laughs> had just come in at the end and capped it off really nicely by being like, you're still kids. Come on, come home. But then I realised yeah. that's not the point. No. This is satire. Sort of, yeah. No, not sort of. They are literally making fun of adults. Kind of. And and 
you know, courting and dating. Well, they're, and... Not, they're not doing like the characters aren't doing it. They're kind of doing imitation. Well, Alfalfa and Dala yeah. literally kiss on the lips multiple times. Yeah. Do you know how uncomfortable that made me to watch <laughs> actual? I know because you were squirming next to me, like screaming. They're children. They're four and well, they're, they're making out. They're probably kissing. They're like, probably kissing, kissing. Kissing on the mouth. I know. Yeah. There's no pretending. And even at the end, it's like, and now everyone everyone gets a shot. You kiss that girl. Now you kiss that girl. It's now you really, kiss that girl. really, really bad. It's a bit strange. Whose parents agree to them doing that? I don't know. Bug Hall's parents. Clearly. Yeah. I, I, that made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Because they're so young. Yeah. They are. Anyway. Anyway, you have completely taken me off track from Sorry. my favourite part. Which was what? Which is Porky and Buckwheat. <laughs> The, the intominable, oh, the duo. The duo that make the film. I love them. Yeah, what do they do? I mean, first of all, they're the cutest kids in the film. Porky so is cute. adorable. Porky with that little scene where he does the hiccups. <laughs> and they keep it in the film because yeah. he's got the hiccups. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And their little improvs. We got a dollar. We got a dollar. Out of the whole cast, except yeah. for Waldo, but we'll get to him. Yeah. That beautiful young man. Yeah. I would say that those two are probably the best child actors out of the whole lot. No, I won't call them child actors. They're actors. They're the best actors out yeah. of the whole lot. They can kind of act... Call them child actors. They've never done a film since, either of them. Okay, fine. So you can call them child actors. All right. They have the most kind of... They're able to be natural around the camera the most. Yeah. Um, I don't see their eyes wandering off. That's a number one thing oh, for me with yeah. kid, kid actors. When the eyes start to dart everywhere... You can see <laughs> so many scenes where, like, one person's doing some sort of blah, 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 complicated dialogue and it's probably, like, hour 10 of recording this yeah. scene because no one can remember the bloody words. Because they're four. And everybody else on camera is, like, blah, 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 looking around, Do, you know, looking Darla at the camera. Does it so much. Fucking mouthing along to their friend's line. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. scene where that chick mouthed the other yeah. chick's line. Dala does it so much, though. Dala is the worst. Can we talk about Dala for a sec? Yeah. She's medicated. What do you mean? I am convinced they gave her something to relax, like some relaxant. No. Patrick, she looks dead No, in the she eyes. was just not naturally adept at doing this. Hi, Alfalfa, and she talks so slow. And she's got uh, that she's... side lisp, kind of like a side Oh, Alfalfa. <laughs> like oh, this kind face. of like, <laughs> at, like lisp out the corner no, of the mouth. No, she's, if you told me that she was highly medicated, I'd believe you. <laughs> It's beautiful. Nah. She's cute. Oh, she she's took me out though. of it. She's terrible. She took me out of the movie, especially when she's in scenes with actually two other great child actors. Yeah. The kid who plays Alfalfa was pretty good. He's good. And also Waldo. Yeah. Because I have this theory. Yeah. And I can look it up to verify. But I actually think that Waldo and Alfalfa are like a year older, a year or two older than the other kids. Oh. They have the most lines out of everyone. Yeah. I think they actually are, in real life, a little older. Funny you should say that, because they are the two that have actually had proper acting careers since, oh. the, since the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They seem a little older than the other kids. <clears throat> they're able to obviously carry more lines, and but then when they're juxtaposed against Dala, who they share the most scenes with, yeah. uh, it's like... It's like a boy playing with their younger sister and the younger sister is way too young to play with them. It's so bad. <laughs> it's pretty good. So let's talk a bit more about Waldo because he's a bit of a funny character. He makes a film, in my opinion. He's like, like it, it looks so funny because he's got these little man clothes on and he's like that, got that big 90s Trump hair. Yes, he's like a little Macaulay Culkin. Watch it, bud. Oh, he's like a Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, he looks <gasps> like him. A little bit, yeah. A very... Very clearly well put together young man 
AKA a little future gay, we put our hands on. <laughs> what well, literally? He's like. Oh, is he? Well, that makes sense. Yeah. No, he's literally gay now. And he an played actor. it like he played it gay as well. It's so good. Just camp little guy. It just makes. I mean, his first so... line, his first line in the film is, "Forgive my effrontery." He's so. <laughs> but good. you, ma'am, are a rare rose in a garden of weeds. <laughs> I love so him good. so much. I love him. He he makes the whole film, in my opinion. He's so good. Um. Oh. It's, so, another thing about Waldo. Oh, actually, it's related to the the ballet scene. Okay. You know how they dress up in drag. Yes. At the ba- oh, forgot. Didn't even talk about that. No. Um. Or the bully. We never talked about the bullies. Anyway, doesn't count. Doesn't oh. matter. There are oh just my God. two other kids just running side after bar, them. Sidebar. Sidebar. That guy's teeth. Yeah. You're dead. He does teeth acting the whole time. <laughs> yeah. His overbite. Holy crap. He does the Kira Knightley teeth really? acting the whole time. <laughs> On purpose, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's so gross. Almost. Oh, yeah. Um, so this ballet scene, which is, you know, really funny. I read that they did three days of ballet training to do this whole routine with all the girls. I just found this scene so long. And then and then on the day, the director was like, no, no, just like make it up. And then it was very funny because there's the frog and everything. Oh, but they learned that whole routine. Oh, and then okay. didn't get to do it. And they were like really disappointed. They were like, oh, but we learned it. Yeah. Oh, well, that's showbiz, kids. <laughs> yeah. But the thing I want to talk about is they get caught and escorted out by ah, ballet teacher. Leah Thompson. So good. <laughs> My boo from Back to the Future. <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh, um, I love so they get this, And then the bullies are outside and chase them. And Alpha Alpha runs in his underpants, runs, you know, through the town, into a club, out of the club, somehow runs into Waldo's house, away from these bullies, and the, bully, the bullies don't get in. Um, so I reckon by the time the ballet recital finishes to the time that Alfalfa's like run around the town and run into Walter's house, 10, 15 minutes max. Yeah. When he runs and swims in Waldo's pool to get away from the dog and his underpants are off and he's like, oh, my underpants are off. I'm naked. And then he hears, <laughs> he turns around. Dala and Waldo are sitting in the spa drinking mocktails. I hate it so much. So, one, it's fucking creepy that they're sitting there drinking mocktails in a spa like a weird 80s porn couple <laughs> looking at Alfalfa with no clothes on being like, <laughs> how did they get there so quickly? Yeah. Like, logistically, Dala would have had to have finished her recital with Waldo there and her parents and everything and been like, quick, quick, let's go, get changed, get in the car, get in the car, get in the pool, get in the pool. Okay, but you can't start to question that kind of stuff. The whole movie How did they get there so quick? Hello, when Darla first meets Waldo on her front lawn, suddenly it goes to a wider shot, and there are two random young girls there commenting on it. Oh, yeah, Marianne Jane. He's smoother than a baby's bottom. Just like two little southern bells. he smells better too. Oh, two southern bells, they're not southern. Everyone sounded southern in this film. Oh. So don't froggy. tell me it's the wet. Oh, Thank you, guys. Do you think that's a voiceover of like a woman? Did that voiceover? Obviously, it's a voiceover. Are you kidding? <laughs> I didn't know until I read about it. I thought. Do he... you think that I kid? I thought he just did that voice. You're kidding me. Yeah. Patrick, that is the most obvious bit of ADR yeah. in this whole film. All right, okay. Do you think any of those kids actually said those line on, lines on set? I don't. A lot of them know. A lot of them, there are shots where you don't see their mouths move, but there is dialogue. <laughs> it's so, the scenes are so cut together because of it. Yeah. But it's great. I love it. I'm Such glad you love it. Um, there's a lot of cameos in this film. Yes. Some so great ones. The obvious cameo is Waldo's dad is Donald Trump. And yeah. do you know what the funny thing is? Yeah. He's not playing Donald Trump. Yeah. He's playing Waldo's dad. I've never commas. not seen him play Donald Trump. Yeah. Like when he does his cameo in Home Alone, he's yeah. very clearly Donald yeah. Trump, yeah. owner of the Plaza Hotel. It's a bit of a wink and a nod. You yeah, know, it's just nice. A rich dad. 
It's really funny that funny that Waldo is his son. I think that's hilarious. You're the best son the money can buy. My favorite cameo is Mel Brooks. Oh, Mel Brooks is the bank manager. So it's good. a really funny role, and I don't know yeah. why he is. He's made a cameo. I don't get it. But I really I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, the best. <sighs> Buckwheat's mum. Yes. Whoopi! Whoopi. And then Whoopi Goldberg. What am I here? Yes. Um, Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre is AJ. AJ Fergus on. And then the, the one driver. you didn't know about, Raven Simone. I could see her Raven right Simone there. Raven Simone. I had no idea. <laughs> Raven Simone. Raven Simone. Oh, either or. Anyway, we know who we're talking about. That's Sir oh. Raven. That's so She's Raven there at the end. There. Right at the end. Very young little baby Raven. Yeah. I think famous enough at that point to be like a noted cameo. Really? Otherwise it would just... I thought well, she... that was way too before her time. I... She must have done something because everyone, there were all these other <gasps> randoms who were in the film. Do you know what she did? She... She's in there for like two minutes Hello. and she gets a credit. Hello. What? She was in the Cosby show. <gasps> she was the little baby girl in the Cosby oh, show when she was God. a tiny baby. Yes, of course. So she was already, you know, in that American TV world. <gasps> oh, we're forgetting the no. most... Famous, at least in my eyes, what? cameo. Who? The Olsen twins. Oh my god, Mary Kay Nashley! Mary Kay Nashley rock up. That's actually one of the best scenes in the film. Do you think she they gave them the the other kids some acting tips on the side? Oh. They like demonia. They're Seriously. So good. That They're scene so good. that scene, the kind of the way they recorded the dialogue of that was so confusing that I didn't hear things properly as a kid and I was just like <laughs> going along with it. Like when Froggy says synchronized swimming. I always thought he was saying, think of not swimming. Oh and I was like, God. you know. Do you want know a movie I did that with? What? I never knew any of the words in Willy Wonka. <gasps> Especially all the Roald Dahl bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never knew any of those words. I was making it all up on my own. Yeah, sure. Me and Joe sitting on there on a Saturday <laughs> night making up the words. But that scene where the, there's the lightning and the boys yeah. and girls. Boys! Ah! Girls! Yeah. Ah! That's the best. It's, it's so good. It's so 90s. I know, yeah. It's so like, oh, it's so afternoon special. Barbies and bracelets. Yeah. Burgers and bugs. It's so good. So what have you taken away from this movie? Um, I think one of the biggest things I've taken away is that I definitely should have seen this as a kid when I'm not like a cynical adult. Sure, sure. Um, I can totally see how kids would appreciate this. Yeah. So I would, I am taking away that I should look at things in a different light, maybe and not be so <laughs> cynical and not look at the technicality so much. But it's really, I really struggled with it. And I think yeah. one thing I really wanted this film to do, and it didn't do that, obviously, yeah. is I really wanted the kids to be a bit older. Yeah, if they're a bit older, playing down a bit, it would have been. But I think I read as well that the director, um, Penelope, yes. had a lot of trouble. And it was like hard, hard work. <gasps> well, they're young. Getting the dialogue out of these kids. They're young and the dialogue's yeah. not natural to them as well. Like no. we said, they're saying funny words yeah. and they're saying things from a comic book from the 20s. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's not easy. I really would have liked them to be a little older. I think that I would have been in it more yeah. rather than then looking at it from the outside going, That's fair. oh, they did that quick cutaway because. That kid yeah. didn't say that line. Yeah. Oh, well, look, someone had to do it. Someone had to make it with the kids of the actual age and realise it was a bad idea. Yeah. There was um, there was like a sequel, well, not a sequel, but another kind of film in the universe of, uh, made in 2014, like direct-to-video. How random. And it, they look a bit older. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not only easier on everyone, but obviously mm. they can say yeah. their lines. Yeah. And it also made me... That, that whole adult bits when they were so young, yeah. like literally the making out on a yeah. boat when they're four, yeah. that made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, the difference between like four and five versus like seven and eight. Yes. Huge. Yeah. Like Waldo. Waldo easily is a 10-year-old actor there. John's a good point. At the end of the film where there's the bloopers, you know how there's the bloopers of my my little babies, um, Porky yes. and, uh, and Buckwheat? Yes. And they're like trying to do the high five and they keep missing each other's heads. Yeah. That is literally like a physiological development issue. Yeah. Like, they, don't have, they haven't done motor skills. Kids that young uh, can't. No. I, when I was a primary school teacher, um, did this exercise with my year one classes where I was like, okay, it's a listening exercise. We're going to sit in a circle. We're going to listen so carefully. And someone, I'm going to nominate a person, they're going to clap. And we're all going to shut our eyes. And then if you hear the person next to you clap, you clap. So we're like passing a clap yeah. around the circle. Yeah. I didn't realise that children can't <laughs> shut their eyes and clap. No. Like they weren't no, able to clap they don't their have hands the together. So I had to get them to open their eyes and just <laughs> watch. Watch and listen. <laughs> In my opinion, if you're too young to be able to high five the little kid sitting next to you, yeah. you're too young to be a top billed person in a, <laughs> in a movie. Sorry. Fair enough. Like, to carry the film. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun, though. I just loved it. But even in movies where there are kids running around doing whatever they want, there yeah. are, there is always that adult element, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Like, even yeah. in, like you said before, Stranger Things or The oh. Goonies. I just thought of another cameo I forgot. Daryl Hannah. Oh. As Miss Crabtree. Yes. That's a good one. She's great. She's very sweet. Spanky McFarland. Yeah, she's very sweet. <laughs> she's lovely. What a beautiful presence. <laughs> beautiful presence daryl hannah has yeah. jesus i just yeah i still think there needed to be more of an uh, parental influence over it but that's not the point clearly. no it's like what kids do when parents they're hanging out in the gang when they're know. orphans yeah oh. speaking of the gang let's talk about it the woman haters club he-man woman haters they have chance. We are he-man woman they haters walk we feed the... girls to alligators like they walk into the innocent ass fair county fair which looks like so much fun yeah chanting like it's a like it's a what's protest. their like it's their rally it's their like you know the little gangs no wonder chant. donald trump had agreed to do this <laughs> <laughs> they're literally chanting <laughs> about how much they hate women come on alfalfa grab it by the pussy <laughs> <laughs> they'd be, he'd be like show oh, me God. the script first and then yep yeah, i love it no, i love it i love, I love this work penelope yeah this is really good yeah <laughs> China. Um, China. China. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's a bit interesting, the way that it's very like... Oh. I mean, it's like, boys don't like girls and girls don't like boys. And I feel like that scene with the lightning and the sleepovers really... Yes. ...was kind of there to give some balance. Like, oh, the girls don't like the boys either. They think they're stinky. Um, it's so uneven. A, a line but they just, say... Oh, this... A boy in the clubhouse literally stands up and says the line... Yeah. Women make men miserable, and that's it. <laughs> that's true. It's true. it's so bad. It's so dated. You couldn't make the film with the script now. Why would you Absolutely want to? I'm, I well, don't no. even think you could have done it in 1994. But anyway, well, they did it. They no. did it. Go. They did it. Go. Oh. Um, this film kind of lives in my little heart, in the same place as like Dennis the Menace, and like, you know, all those kind of films from that period. Yeah. Sure. I just it has a really special little place. Even though I can realise it's very flawed now, it's still great. <sighs> okay. I'd still watch it again. I'm glad you can admit it. Like, yeah, it yeah no, 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 I'm aware that it's not, you know, yeah. a masterpiece. Yeah. By, mo- by no means is this like the never-ending story or like, oh, you know. Beautiful film. 
you know, I don't know. Indian, not Indian in the cupboard. It's not very good. Um, <laughs> what did you say? The Indian in the cupboard. What's the Indian in the cupboard? Never seen it. We're not watching it. But it's a story about like a, a boy who has a little plastic Indian and he puts him in the cupboard. And when he opens the cupboard, he's a real, like that size, mm. but like a real Native American man. I've never heard of that. And then when he shuts the cupboard, he becomes plastic again. You've made that up. And he becomes his own little friend. You're no, it's a real story. It's a real film. You're thinking of Toy Story. <laughs> no, it's literally a film. Look right, it up. Not watching that. We're not watching it. But um, yeah, little little rascals. The little rascals. The little rascals. Um, did I like it? No. No. Did you have a look at the the audience scores for it? No, I didn't. I'm looking up right now. I remember it the being rotten really. The tomatoes. Yeah. Did I like it? No. Do I think you should watch it if you haven't seen it? Yes, because I think it is important that I have now said yes. I've seen the little rascals. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, I agree. And like, I think a lot of people have seen it, and a lot of people are like, "What's that?" Like, you know. Yeah, sure. Um, What's the Rotten yeah. Tomatoes audience score? Well, we're gonna find out. It is. <laughs> it's twenty three. That's not surprising. Twenty three percent. That's. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's because women don't like to be told they make men miserable. Hey. <laughs> hey. Who would have thought? <laughs> Barbies and bracelets. <laughs> You're not thinking about Darla, are you? No, of course not. Good. I wonder if she's not thinking of me too. Why are boys such jerks? <laughs> You're not thinking about Alfalfa, are you? Oh, no, 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 no way. Are you sure? <laughs> Babes are like a bad song. Once you get them stuck in your head, you can't get them out again. Why do they have to be so different? <laughs> Girls get along with each other. Boys stand up for themselves. Girls care. Boys take what's theirs. Boys won't listen. All they want to do is talk. They like to moon ya. No, we don't. So before we get into talking about our next film, I wanted to bring up a real travesty that I discovered a couple of weeks ago. Mm. You didn't know what the Brat Pack was. Yeah, no, I thought it was the... I, I'm aware of the Rat Pack. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't know what the Brat Pack was. No, no idea. Which is, again, another hole in your 80s knowledge. Yeah, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because it's just this hole. It's part of this hole. What did you call Molly Ringwald a couple of minutes ago? <laughs> Molly Ringworm? No. <laughs> Oh, I Molly Hatton? Molly Hatton. It's it a friend of mine. What is wrong with you? How do you not know who the Bright Pack were? I would imagine most of those men are men that you would have been absolutely crushing over when you were younger. Men? Yes, the boys. Oh, they're boys in it. I thought it was, like, girls. Isn't that... Why would they be girls? We said Molly... There's, like, ring, two... Ring... Molly Ringwald? Ringwood? Ringwald. Was in it. Why are you struggling? And then you stop, you're talking about boys. They're all, they're mostly buys. Buys. Buys? <laughs> they're mostly buys. <laughs> we love that. It was like River Phoenix, RIP, Corey Feldman, Corey Heim, RIP, Molly Ringwald, basically everyone who was in a John yeah. Hughes film. I've heard of River Phoenix. That's, that's all I got for you. But why are we bringing it up because of this? Is there a... Because there's someone who's in um, the next film that was part of the Rat Pack and it reminded me of when you didn't know what they were. Who's the Rat Pack then, if you think you know what the Rat Pack is? Go oh, it's on. like Sinatra and... And? Oh, I don't even know. The ones, the ones. 
You don't know them. I well, I know th- I know them in it's theory. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, yeah. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. There's yeah. Look, they're the only two I can. Oh, 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 shut oh, up! There's, there's, there's one other more. ones too. Anyway, look, let's talk about the next film, which Yay. is The Goonies. I am so excited to yeah. be doing this Yeah, okay, cool. Let's see. <laughs> well, contain your excitement, please. Serving you 1985 realness. This <laughs> film is written by Christopher Columbus and Steven Spielberg <laughs> and directed by Richard Donner. <laughs> is that? I've never heard of him before. Are you kidding me? No. Forrest Gump? No, that's not Richard Donner. Yes, it is. No. That's yeah. Robert Zemeckis. Shit, okay, I need to go back to the drawing board. This film stars Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, Jeff Cohen, and Corey Feldman. And Molly Ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this film was one that Patrick had not seen. No. Why had you not seen it, do you think? I don't know. I had literally never heard of it until what? like, have you seen the Goonies? And I was like, what the fuck is that? You never even No. Heard... Oh, no. That's no really reference. weird. That's weird. Absolutely no frame of reference. That's really odd. Hmm. This film, for me, is a complete landmark. I've yeah. grown up with this. Yeah. My extended family have all been obsessed with this film. You, If you have not seen this film, you're not a part of my family. Well, like, no, I'm... Welcome to the family. Yeah. I'm glad that you have yeah. come to share your yeah. life with us. I can't believe that you hadn't even heard of it before no, I had... never heard of it. So this is a... It's wild education. So for me. bizarre to me. Anyway, yeah. we'll move on from that. Yeah. So, what did you already know? Literally nothing. Hadn't even heard of the title. <laughs> but watching it, I like things. I'm like, oh, so that's reference to this film. Oh, like what? Um, in Mean Girls, when Damien puts all the ham on his face and goes, yeah. "Baby Ruth," yeah. is obviously a reference to this. And this stupid like internet band that I was obsessed with when I was in like early high school with my friend Dave Malloy, we used to watch this internet band and they'd make all these stupid songs. What's an and internet one of them, band? Like they only existed on the internet. Oh, like okay. they never performed. They just like made things at home and then put them on YouTube. Or like, no, YouTube wasn't around. It was like some sort of like flash-based website. Right. They had to like load the video and then play it. <laughs> these, oh like, my God. Like terrifying animations. It was, they, they were called Three Brain and they had like the stupidest songs. Anyway, every now and then they had these daily animations and this one that was called Chunk. <laughs> ah! And it was all about like, I love you, Chunk. It's me, Sloth talking. And then someone in the background being like, I love you. I'll play it for you later. It's pretty fun. Look it up on Spotify. It's there. The fact that you had heard of Three Brain, yeah. but hadn't heard of The Goonies, yeah. is crazy to me. Yeah, okay, there you go. Why was Dave Malloy not encouraging you to watch The Goonies? Oh, I don't know if he'd seen it. 
I'm sure he'd seen it. He's very smart. No, he's very he's very sophisticated. Seriously. Anyway. So, a little brief plot summary. Good luck. We are in some cool coastal town called Astoria. Do you think it's a real place? Astoria, it's definitely a real place. Oh, yes. Okay, cool. Astoria. They, I have read in the trivia on the 25th anniversary of the film. They named the 7th of September, I think September? Yeah. Goonies Day. That's fucking sick. We are in Astoria. It's just an average weekend, but our houses are about to be foreclosed on and they're about to be all taken down by this rich country club. Sidebar, how does how can that work? I don't I know. Don't think, I don't I don't think I like someone can be like, I'm rich and I want to make a golf course and everybody has to move out and then everyone's like, Okay. I know. I and guess we like, can't afford to buy them out. Like what? How yeah, does that it's work? weird. If you own the land, I don't get it. Maybe the only way I could think of it is if they were all renting. Yeah, maybe. That's the only thing I could think of. Maybe. It's like, Actually, it's true. But is that are all of these families in the same situation? It's just really weird. It's like a whole suburb. Yeah, I don't get it. It's anyway. Yeah, it's. I think it's classic. Like, here's a kids' movie thing. Yeah, yeah. Here's a problem. Anyway, sorry. Plot. So the houses are being foreclosed on. They need to leave. But Mikey is like, no, no, I need to find a way to get my dad this money so that we can stay. They go up into their attic and they discover all their dad's old museum things and he finds a map that he believes is going to lead to the treasure of One-Eyed Willie. They go on this massive, massive journey all the way down through this hole in this old restaurant that is owned. Do you think the Fratellis own the restaurant? No, I think they're just, it's abandoned and they're like hiding out there. That's another question I'd always had. The they Fratelli- should call it Fratelli Fresh. Oh, that's such a good idea. The Fratellis are these amazing Italian mother and her two criminal sons. Three. Two sons. Well, three, but two criminal sons. Oh, I'm not talking about Sloth yet. Okay. The mum and the two sons, they're on the run, um, but they're also, yeah, inhabiting, inhabiting this restaurant. The kids go on this massive journey, basically underneath Astoria. Yeah. Um, and in the Through end, the, like, sewers, yeah, like, pipes and stuff. Yeah, in the end, after you know a classic journey, they get to the treasure of One-Eyed Willie. The Fratellis catch up with them. There's a side plot where they have another deformed son called Sloth, yes. who ends up making friends with one of the kids, Chunk, who gets left behind. They catch up. Sloth basically, Sloth and Chunk save the day. Yeah. They all come out and they're back up on the beach now with their being reunited with their families and they think that all of the diamonds have been left back on the ship, but they see a couple and that apparently saves them all from having to leave this lovely coastal town. Oh, yeah, look. The end. I you know, plot holes, but I'm wearing it. It's a kid's film. Because I... Emma, I can I can forgive them Shut and enjoy up. the film. For being a child's film. It's not a child's film. Stop saying that. Well, At no, least these kids were old enough to say their lines properly. It's one of the first things I wrote down. It's, what? It's like I wrote, the, the kids are such better actors. Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's just because I've just watched... The Little Rascals. The Little Rascals. But then also, no, it's not. But this was Some my of them point. are great. This was my point when I was saying about The Little Rascals. They just need... The kids just need to be a little mm. bit older. Yeah. And go into this little other bracket of being yeah. able to say lines and, and knowing how to deliver the lines. And when kids get a bit older... You can tell which ones are great and which ones just look the part. Totally. So like these kids, these kids were cast really well. Such good casting. I think that's one of my yeah. favorite things about the film. Yeah. The casting is on point. You and you immediately love these kids. Yeah. You're on their side. Yeah. It's a it's really is a proper hero's journey. Like you know the you're on this journey with the protagonists. Yeah. Um and you're on their side and you know then there's the classic baddies literally but right 
up their tail chasing yeah. them. Yeah. It's great. I love this Death, film. Death, rebirth. It's all there. <laughs> the belly of the whale. Literally like the caves. Yeah. Good, good one. What were some of your favourite bits of the film? Favourite bits of the film. I am equally annoyed by but love Chunk <laughs> as Why a character. Why are you annoyed by Chunk? Just the chaos. The chaos. Like, oh, so many times in this film, I'm like, oh, I need a fucking Panadol. Shut up, everyone. Everyone. What I like about... There's a couple of moments where it just happens. Okay. Yeah. What I like about Chunk, though, is yeah. that he's not just the comic relief. Yeah, He no. gives more than that. Yeah, it's great. Um, And, you know, there are, you know... You're fat, or you know, whatever yeah. jokes like that. What, what's he have to do? He has to stuff his shirt. He has and do to do the little, truffle shuffle. The truffle shuffle. Do it. Poor guy. Poor guy. But also, that guy has now. He's a bodybuilder. He, oh my god! Same story as old mate. Well, not. I don't think. I don't know if he's a professional bodybuilder or not. But he's like a. He's yeah. like a big bulky dude, and he now is a lawyer and has a specific arts firm. Oh, cool. Yeah, he does arts. Law. He's really good. Yeah, he's he really is a good. great actor. And now that I've read that, like, some of the, my favourite bits from him were improvised, I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. You know when he gets, he runs up to the car and is like, excuse me, sir, I can tell you exactly what they look like. And yeah. This is how he talks all the time and everything yeah. talks like this. <laughs> and just, and it reveals the guy's like, oh, Solomon, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he does his little Jewish prayer. Yeah. Totally improvised. <laughs> it's so no good. No one knew he was going to throw that in there. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. It goes, I have heard a lot of stories about what it was like on set. Yeah. And it just goes to show genuinely how comfortable and how much fun they all had. Yeah. That they could do that. Like one thing, and I I think it's true, but one thing that I read is that um, they purposefully never showed and re- any I've of read the it kids. in a few places. Yeah, yeah, they purposely never showed any of the kids the set of the pirate ship. So mm. what, that when they, when they... Which was like... To scale huge, big, impressive sets. Yeah. And took them two and a half months to build. Yeah. It yeah. was a proper giant pirate yeah. ship. Yeah. So when the kids are coming down the water slides, land in the water and jump up. And it's really cool. Even the way it's shot, you can tell it's just some dude with a, like, you know, handy cam. Mm. They're in the water with them. And their reaction is completely genuine. It's yeah. so wonderful. I've read they actually had to cut the first. Yes. A lot of that because, um... Corey Feldman? Yes, where's? Yeah, he goes, yeah. holy shit! <laughs> I thought, I wish they kept that in. Listen, there's nine utterances of the word shit. But actually, I've read this as well. There's yeah. nine utterances of the word shit, not counting the time that, uh, what's his name, the calculator kid? D- data. 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 Um, data. He goes, holy S-H-I-T! Yes! Because he promised his mum he yes. wouldn't swear in the film, which is so cute. So Isn't apart from that, there's nine utterances of the word shit in yeah, the film. Right. They're the only swear words. And they are strategically placed so that when it's broadcast on TV, if they want, they can turn up the ambient noise to cover the swear word. Like there's always a truck going past or like a waterfall or something. That's so cool. The producer in me is like, oh. Very clever. That's such a good, it's such a good workaround though. That's so good. I love that. Okay. Understanding the limitations Mm. of being, I want this to be on TV, but it can't have this. Yeah. But I don't want them to cut it up. Yeah. Here's a way around it. Something Very else smart. something else I really liked about the casting is that it is a mix of the older kids and the younger kids. And I really yeah, that's like that. true. Yeah. And I think that's why I really love and my family really love Stranger Things. Yeah. Because it is a mix of the older kids and the young kids. And no one's <sighs> yeah. age really matters. Yeah. That's I love true. That. That's good. And that's like how life works. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, like, in primary school, we have this very kind of, like, burp, burp, I'm in year five and you're in year four. Get yeah. away from me. And you have this kind of thing, like, especially, like, in high school, where you're like, oh, my God, you're dating someone in year 10? What? Mm. And then, you know, mm. I mean, like, we're seven years apart. Yeah. But, uh, best mates. Yeah. So, go figure. You would never guess. Like, 
we were never in high school at the same time. No. You were in high school when I was teaching high school. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I was teaching high school students when you were in high school. Stop. <laughs> Keep talking about how young I am. Yeah, I'm so accomplished. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I really, I really like. Over the like, initially, I was like, "Oh god, the energy of this child is going to drive me up the wall." Yeah. Immediately, I was like, to look at and the energy of and the voice, <laughs> I keep thinking of Ethel Merman. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Why? She's kind of like. Alright, don't talk it like this. Like you know, there's like yeah, very like when she was face. like in that Mel Brooks film, and they're yes. like, he's acting like he's Ethel Merman, and it's yeah. her in the bed going, "There's no business like yeah. show, like that chaos, like driving through with this energy." Yes, Ethel Merman, oh and even a bit God. to look at, like oh my Ethel God, Merman. that's all I got. That is so that she. That's all I'm gonna see now when I look at Sean. <laughs> but I really liked him. He's yeah, cute. he's very he's very sweet. He's very yeah. endearing. Yeah. Again, you're just on their side the whole time. Yeah, that's so nice. What did you like? What What are your favorite bits? Because you know, you know it so well. Um, I think my favorite bits are really that energy between all of the kids, and I think it's also this um, this fascination that we have with like eighties America. Yeah. And like eighties eighties kids in America, completely doing whatever they want, hopping on their bikes. Yeah. And just getting, you know, up to chaos. Those initial shots where they're, like, cycling and it's, like, yeah. overhead are so cool. They're stunning, hey? Yeah. Because you really have to kind of have this mental image to then carry through where you're like, oh, this is actually a really nice place to live. How cool is this place? Yeah, it's forests and this beach and yeah. it's a really lovely little coastal town. Yeah, I might Otherwise, go you know, otherwise it's like, oh, who cares? Go on, ship off. What do you care <clears> about staying here for? Yeah, no. I think my favourite bits are how kind of... Um, how warm and it's so like also there aren't real consequences to the things that are happening yeah true and that's kind of nice to just kind of go but which is so dumb because so many times in this film it's like literally like i'm gonna kill you child and like it's like you know like you know it's kids movie no one's gonna die no i used to find literally the threat is i will kill you yeah oh my god yeah the fratellis are on are on them And the booby, there's booby traps. They're gonna kill them, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're they're in like perilous danger. Yeah. You know they're gonna be fine, but like. Yeah. But oh my god, yeah, no, no, there are consequences hiding there. You know they're not gonna go there. No, I think my favorite bits are are really this kind of '80s kids togetherness. Yeah. Um, and that whole journey. I love a good journey story. I love a good beginning, <laughs> middle, and end, as yeah, we yeah, know. Yeah. Um. Oh god! I you're think... gonna you're gonna bloody love when we watch some Charlie Kaufman films oh, in the future. You're gonna god. love them. You're gonna rule the school. <laughs> um, I think my favorite. <laughs> oh, I think my that's favorite. That's my Rizzo laugh. Is that your Rizzo laugh? Yeah. <laughs> that's what she's. Oh, that's like. a good one, actually. Yeah. I think my favorite bit though is everything on the pirate ship. I think the pirate ship is fucking cool. It's great. I think the set is amazing. And <gasps> do you, you never believed? Mm. You didn't believe that it was a real pirate ship set. No, I didn't. No. No, when you what told you me, but then I read it. But then I read, like, they were fixing up, a, like, a, a tre- Treasure Island-themed ride at Disney World or something <laughs> at the time. And they're like, oh, yeah, borrow all the bits from it. So, like, parts of, like, heaps of that set is borrowed from a Disneyland <gasps> ride that was being, like, reformatted or, like, reimagined at the time. That's that cool? so cool. I also read, they went to the effort of building this whole ship and everything. And at the end, they were like... Does anyone want this? Like, it's yours. Just come and take it free. The actual ship? Yeah. 
when they finished building it. Right. Like, they did, like, a classic, like, independent theatre in Sydney thing of, like, here's our set. Does anyone want it? Take it away from us. All you have to do is come with a a ute and take it. Anyone want this roster? And nobody wanted it. So they had to dismantle it and, like... You know, as if another everything. production company wouldn't buy it off them. I don't like you think to put like just in a theme park for like dressing or you know whatever. Yeah, it's a proper like, ship. Yeah, like sails and everything. That's bizarre that Spielberg no Spielberg wouldn't have found some way of getting someone to. That's weird. Yeah, but the ship is cool. The ship the is cool. That's my favorite bit. I thought of you because you know how you were talking about like I just wish in the little rascals the parents would come in and be like, "How yes. was your day?" You got that at the end. Yes, all parents. It's so important, yeah. and it carries the story through to then to back to real life. Yeah, that's another issue I had with Little Rascals, where return, it was like the return home, the return yeah. home, and it's like everything. It's like everything they did almost didn't matter because they were just going to go home at the end of the night and be put to bed by their parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like their whole day didn't even count. Yeah. All that chaos, all of their their real problems. I guess the stakes are a bit different. Oh, of course. In this film, they're literally in perilous danger of their lives. Yeah. And in The Little Rascals, it's like, but we've got to stick together. And it's so time sensitive here as well. It's like, Troy's dad is coming tomorrow to foreclose on the houses. I love that. I love a bit of a <laughs> Comes rush. to the beach. And the guy's already signed half his name. That counts. It's legal. Like, he's already signed the oh, document, I technically. I know, I know. Not signed. I love the bit at the end where they're going to sign and the dad's like, oh, trying to be what's like, my oh, name? what's oh. my name? Trying to avoid signing. And then they re- they find the diamonds and they're like, the, yeah, Rosalita, the, the, the maid, is like, no, don't look. You've got diamonds. You can stay. <laughs> And, um, but the dude's literally there and has marked it with a pen with witnesses. That's signature dog. I know that's not good. But then they rip the the yeah. paperwork to shreds, and Corey Feldman picks up the pen and draws all yeah, the way down, down, the, down his down trench coat. I love the gems when they tip them out. Everyone's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I'm like, oh, "That looks like it fell out of a twenty cent vending machine." Yeah, what? I could have gotten them on the dollar around the corner. Also, like, even if we were like, "Okay, that's a diamond. That's a sapphire. That's a ruby." Blah blah blah. I don't think that's enough to save everyone's houses. That's why I just don't understand. There's not enough treasure there. I wanted to know more about what everyone's financial situations were. Yeah. To be like, are we all renting? Are we all like, what's the go? What do we, what are we actually paying for? Are we paying to buy the houses or the land or the like, I don't get it. Yeah. Or do you own it and you have to pay X amount of money to somewhere to stop it? No. It doesn't make sense. Anyway. It's not like North Connect. It's not the point. (laughs) Well, exactly. And in that case, no amount of money can save you. But in that case, my also... Auntie, my auntie's house had to be demolished for a, a Yeah, highway. but you get like $25 million for it. Yeah, right. You get big, big bucks. Oh, no, they pay you like above... Yeah. yeah These people value. are making out like they are going to be left on the street. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I would love to know, have known more about the financial situation. But I think the adults are very much like... It's it's the kids. Yeah. Who are like, no, no, we can't move apart. We're the gang. We're That's the goonies. True. And the adults are like, come on, we've got to pack. We're going to... Yeah. Do another thing. Okay, I'm like I'm I'm nitpicking again. It's a kids movie. I but, was just about to ask you what annoyed you. So here we go. Go on. Um, the fact that they're all like, well, we're moving tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day. No one's packed a fucking thing. Nah. This woman's hired help. Yeah. To go grocery. She put a whole carload of groceries into a house. They're about to move out of tomorrow. She bought. She bought perishables. What are you doing? <laughs> she bought perishables. Yeah. I was like, that's. That's, that's a little... Not, I know. That's also, interesting. I would not even be... If I was moving the next day, I wouldn't have been allowed to leave the house. My mum would be like, stay here and fucking help me clean or help me pack or... Well, to be fair, she was like, make your brother stay here because he's got asthma true. in the rain. Yeah, true. And then he tied him up with a bloody slinky or whatever. Yeah. Or like that exercise machine. Yeah. 
Another one of my favourite characters, just thinking us talking about Chunk, was I love Martha Plimpton in this film. She's great. She's so good. Yeah. She, again, is that little bit of like... I think both those teenage girl characters could have fallen into the trap of being just really annoying, but they weren't. They were yeah. cool. She was, she was, she was, it was a nice balance to the younger boys. I really yeah. like it. Yeah, Martha Plimpton in particular is pretty cool. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. So what were some other bits that you were annoyed by you didn't like? I'm guessing there were a few because I know it's, this movie is just not your cup of tea. It's not. Um, the general, there's like specific scenes, like the, when they first go into the attic together, when they're in the restaurant for the first time, when it's like everyone... Blah, 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 talking over each other utter like blah, 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 high energy chaos and it's like I can tell there's a structure here and I think they're all just like been told like just go for it kids and yeah. it's like oh my god no rain, rain it back refine it but doesn't that go to, to show you that they all have some nice chemistry yeah and they trust them to do it and it's fine and it kind of fits in with the vibe of the film but like I it's just so rather... many times it's just like oh this is so overwhelming for me sure but I would rather that any day over <clears throat> Hey, Darla! Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it's from bad ADR. Oh. Yeah, I get that it's they are two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. But I would much rather that air. Um, day. The booby traps shit me to tears. Oh, yeah, they're not. Oh, mate, who, what's his name? Um, Data. David Copperfield? No, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Chester Copperpot! Chester Copperpot, what a fucking name. <laughs> Gets squished by that boulder, but like the second boulder and just that one on its own. All right, What I stops get the other it. ones from going down? And then... Another thing is, okay, no, I'm, I'm not stopped with the booby traps. That stupid piano booby trap is so dumb. I know. How do you rig up to drop the floor away when a wrong note is... Po- no, nah, I mean, logistically <laughs> stupid, but That's also so practically funny. stupid. Yeah. And adding to the fact, she's like, I can't tell if it's an A sharp or a B flat. I'm like, lady, they are enharmonic notes. It's the same note. And it says on the page, A sharp. What? What? what uh, uh, well, you can blame your best friend Christopher Columbus for that. So... And then also, the fact that every booby trap is like, like very obvious wire goes, and everyone's yeah. like, "What's that?" And then they're looking around, and you watch the whole bloody thing happen. Yeah, booby traps like they take like forty seconds to go off. Yeah, it's set. Everyone has plenty of time to run away. Yeah, what kind of shitty trap is that? Yeah, yeah. Can we talk for a little bit about the Fratellis? Yeah, they. I am kind of obsessed with them. The older yeah. I've gotten, yeah. So when I was younger. Yeah. As you know, I was a very frightened. I was frightened by lots of things when I oh, was yeah, young. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, I-, I was scared of them. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, they are fucking awesome. I would love to yeah. dress up as her and one of the sons <gasps> for Halloween. Yeah. We'll do that after we do. Who's afraid of um? Whatever happened to Baby Jane? I was gonna say, who's afraid Red of Virginia? Who's Wolf. afraid of Baby Jane? Who's afraid of Baby Jane? Ah. Oh, um, Liz Taylor. <laughs> Fratelli Fresh. I love them. They're yeah. so cool. I think <laughs> I think they um they get a bad rap a little bit like okay. they get they get a little bit um like they they're clearly doing it tough they're just kind of inhabiting yeah. this restaurant and they but they're on the run they're carting a dead body around mate they're not doing they're doing it tough but they're bloody murderers but they're doing they're doing a good job of it oh okay give them a handshake. But do also you, send them to jail. Do you like the opening scene, the car chase, or they just happen to join a four-wheel drive oh, yeah, it's, race it's along fun. the beach to yeah. to escape? I thought yeah. that was great. I love that the mum... Or mate pretending to hang himself in, in jail. Where yeah. did he get a G-clamp from to hang from that bloody yeah. bar? I like love a... that the mum is the, is the one that's leading the whole little thing. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. I used to find that very entertaining as a child, that the mum <clears> was encouraging them to be criminals. Yeah, right, yeah. It's very I subversive. To, oh, I used to think that was, yeah. like, hilarious. Pretty good. Yeah. 
Do you like Sloth? Is that a character that you can be into? Yeah, I can appreciate Sloth. Yeah. Very unique. Yep. Very big. Really good body. Just quietly. Oh, yeah. I, like, looked away from his head, especially yeah. in, like, the cave scenes where he's all wet and yeah. holding things up. And I was like, oh, damn. One of my... Where all the kids have to, like, climb between his legs to get out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll climb between those hey, legs. Hey, One of my family's favourite bits is on the pirate ship when he comes to the rescue and he rips off his shirt and it's the Superman shirt <gasps> yeah. underneath. And they play the Superman was, theme. And they play the yeah. Superman theme, obviously because Richard Donner had directed yeah. the original Superman film. like As ten... well as Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh, stop. I made a mistake. Like, ten years earlier, he directed that. My family, like, shit the bed. Yeah. Like, it's Your coming. family have, like, a thing about Superman. Well, yeah. My yeah. uncle is runs the biggest Superman homepage in the world. <laughs> I will show you. Have I shown you a photo of his office? No, we have to have a look at it oh, later. It's insane. And then I'll show you my three-band video. I don't want to see it. I don't no, I'll play it for you. It's great. Um, anyway, that's... Yeah, my family have really funny little idiosyncratic things, and yeah. that's one of them. They're like, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who should get notable mention is Sean Astin, who oh, happens to Samwise. just... Oh, Samwise. He's just happened to turn up in these incredible landmark, wonderful films. And he's like one of those actors that doesn't look like an actor. He just yeah. has rocked up. It's like he's just stumbled on set one day and someone's been like, hey, kid, you're good. Get in here. And he's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. Him in this film, he, he does drive it. And I, I do like him. He's very endearing. Yeah. I do get the shits with him a couple of times. Like, the whole asthma thing is annoying, but I oh, get... Oh, asthma. Classic 80s. Like, uh-huh. And then he throws it away at the end. I'm like, bitch, you still have asthma. Don't throw your puffer away. I mentioned to someone that I was watching this film, and they had asthma as a child, and they were like, no, I fucking love this film, because it was like, yeah, this kid has asthma, and he can still do it. Woo! You really? can do anything with a puffer. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it was like such a genuinely stigma. inspirational for this person. Oh, that's nice for them. Yeah, so. But also, don't throw away your puffer like Sean Astin. Oh no, that was very during silly. the film. No. Doll, you're gonna need Ventil in the next day. What are you doing? Don't need this anymore. Just because you I found... got my diamonds. Whoop! I got my pirate ship. I found the skeleton. I was right. Boop. Why didn't they go after that pirate ship? I would have been like, quick, grab the pirate ship. I want legally, to... according to like the law of the sea, you own the pirate ship and everything on it because you were the first person to bring something off it. And you should totally go and get it before it crosses any borders. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Anyway. And all before the government could get a hold of it. Someone's going to get it at some point. Yeah. Might as well be you. It's going to be a proper proper. Because he's had that moment with One-Eyed Willie. That moment. Do you like that little... I? It's not a monologue because he's like talking to One-Eyed Willie. It's a little duologue. Yeah. With, where Willie never responds. Yeah. Do you like it? It's, it's, well, I was like, oh, bloody hell is this? But I liked it. It made sense to me. And he's got a little tear in his eyes. Yeah. He's talking. Because like, he'd, he'd always been like, you know, I'm coming for you, Willie, all through the case. Yeah. And they finally got to him and, you know, yeah. he's real and he's there. And actually, speaking of real, I read it's a real skeleton. Yes. At least the skull, but I think the whole thing was a real, is that, genuinely Do you think it's that's because they just wanted it to look really real? Yeah. yeah. And that's like the one that needed to count. You yeah, know. right. Uh, the, the moment where he lifts up his eye patch to obviously yeah. see just like a hole. And the way his hand shakes as he puts it down. And the way yeah. that they time the score to that, it's yeah. so beautiful. I love that bit. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. It's a little creepy moment, isn't it? Him talking to a skeleton, being like, thank you so much. Being so emotional. And then turning around and everyone's watching. And he's like, how long have you been there? And they're like, long enough. Creepy and sad and all oh, strange. I like that it um is a bit grown up, though. It's not... You know, it's yeah. nice. That's nice. It's, it's nice. showing showing him in a different light. Yeah. I like that the little boy gets very emotional. It's very yeah. sweet. Actually, speaking of little boys getting emotional, one of my favourite parts of the movie I've got to say is very early on when they're all still like at the house Aww. 
and he gets sat on the balcony. His brother comes around, they get a picture of the cuddle. Yeah. That's so cute. It's cute, but you boys also, while feelings. we were watching it, yeah. you said, oh, why are these boys touching? Why are these brothers touching so yeah, much? Because I'm trying to deflect you and your, why are these children kissing in the little rascals? Uh, speaking of kissing in this film, yeah, but you forgot. They only kiss. Sean that... Astin kisses the girl because it's a mistake. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking okay. about bloody chunk getting kissed Aww. on the mouth. It's not the mouth. It's by... right next to the mouth. The sloth has really big lips. By sloth. Oh, okay. Yeah, big man lips because he's a man kissing a child. No, it's different. On the mouth. He's kissing him because he's like, oh my God, you're a human being that's treating me like a person. Intent doesn't matter when you're kissing a child. <laughs> Do you know what? On the mouth. If I had been chained to a room and then someone bought me a baby Ruth chocolate and was yep. willing to split it with me, I'd pick him up and give him a kiss. Just I'd ask first well. because consent is sexy. Well, it wasn't in 1985. <laughs> no, clearly not. <laughs> clearly not in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. So what can we take away from this? Well, I mean, you're obviously going to recommend it to people to watch. One hundred and eighty thousand percent. Look at alone. Like I'm sorry, alone. Look at who made this film: Steven Spielberg and Christopher Columbus, and then Richard Donner directed. Are you kidding me? I wish I could show people your face when you do that. You put your fingers in your ears, and you have this like electric look on your face. That is like banger, bang. That's yeah. Could you have asked for anything more? No. Yeah. People 100% need to see this film if yeah. they haven't seen it. Okay. I'm not saying they're going to love yeah. it. I'm not saying it's an excellent you know film. I'd agree with you. I'd say Thank you. watch it. Yeah. I would say if you hadn't seen it as a child, have a couple of drinks, yeah. bring a friend over, get ready to kind of have a giggle at it and oh, yeah. not take it seriously at all. It doesn't take itself seriously. No. But Where all, the but little also... rascals does take itself way too seriously. Oh, okay. Sorry. I... Yeah, I think watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, the IMDb user reviews are very frequently one star. Uh, people saying, I know this is a favourite of people and I thought I'd watch it, but now that I'm an adult and I haven't watched it as a kid, oh, it's not good. If you haven't watched this when you're a kid, don't watch it. I'm sorry, but my problem with that, with that is these people writing these reviews, were you born 45? You were a kid once. Yeah. You can well, at no, least but they're picture... acknowledging that, I think. No, but you can at least picture... But yeah, no. Yourselves, well, um, normies. Anyone, oh. anyone with anyone, anyone with two thumbs and an internet connection can write a seriously. Yeah, I know, but have some imagination, people. Like, well, they don't. That really annoys me. Yeah. What's the so? What is the point then of any film you didn't see as a child? You then don't watch. Yeah, no. That's so stupid. Because then people will miss the little rascals, and that can't happen. Sure. <laughs> I I agree that I real I should have seen Little Rascals. Just well, like I agree can... that I should have seen The Goonies. Well. And now we've seen them. Isn't and... this nice? Thank God. And I'm never going to watch The Goonies again. And you're never going to watch The Little Rascals again. And we're you all wouldn't good. never watch The Goonies again? No. Aww. Oh, look, maybe if some fucking miracle happens and I have a child at some point. I think it would be funny. Maybe I'll show my child. I think it would be funny to watch it with your mum. She'd be like, oh, The Goonies, this was our favourite when you were a kid. And I'd be like, mum, we never watched this. And she'd yeah. be like, yeah, I've watched it all the time. What yeah. are you talking about? She doesn't remember. No. It's like how our mums both thought we watched Dirty yeah, Dancing. Dirty we Dancing never did. all over again. No. I'll never forget that. <laughs> well, that's a lot. Where are we? Hi, Willie. Hi, Mike Walsh. 
You've been expecting me. Haven't you? I made it. I beat you. I got here in one piece. So, that's why they call you One-Eyed Willie. One-Eyed Willie. <laughs> we had a lot in common, huh, Willie? really good now that you've watched the Goonies and I can just if you died tomorrow I'd be like it's okay he's, he's watched the Goonies <laughs> he's been baptised <laughs> he's okay he's gone to heaven he's with the Lord when oh I'm really <laughs> the first Goonie <laughs> I thought the line the whole time was you're the first Goody <laughs> like good guy nah Goonie OG Goody it makes so Goonie. much more sense ah! yeah Goonie it makes so much more sense yeah you're the first Goonie and it's a weight off my shoulders that you've seen the little rascals oh Stupid movie. Dorilla. What a great one. What a banger. Yeah. I, I had to see it once and yeah. now I've seen it and that's it. Good one. I never have to watch four year olds make out on a river ever again. <laughs> make out. Well, they kind of do. They do. Later. Yeah, they do. That's they do. True. Yeah. It makes me so uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Everyone else is no, like, no, oh, it's sorry. funny. They're children. Fuck that, I'm not sorry. <sighs> it's sweet. Boys and girls together. That's how it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, look, that's two childhood movies. Yeah. I think it's a good one. I think they're, I think they're actual real landmark films that I'm really happy with watching. Yeah, now. I'm excited for people to hear this one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So next week is Halloween. Uh, we thought we'd honour the occasion by doing something a little spookier. Woo! But not too spooky. Yeah, because you're not very good with horror at all. No. Or thrillers no. or whatever. So we're keeping it a bit camp. It's the surprise, like it's the, it's the, for me, it's the, um, what are they called? Jump, jump scare. It's yeah. a jump scare I can't do. Fair enough. Gore, all of that. Yeah, don't care. Okay. It's the jump scare bit. Oh, anyway, we are going to do some camp horror. Yes. In Death Becomes Her. And Young Frankenstein. Ooh, we're cheating a little bit with that one. We'll get to that next week. But there are two films for next week. I'm so excited. If you haven't seen them, go ahead now. You've got a week to watch them. You've got a week to watch. And if you have seen them, rewatch them again. Yeah, because they're so good. <laughs> And the week after that, nothing is set in stone, but I'm going to try and make Emma watch some actually scary movies. Nah, it's not happening. You'll see, it'll happen. No, maybe in broad daylight. Maybe. We'll see. And I'll get you to watch Hereditary someday. It's going to happen. Absolutely not. I'm not watching any scary movies. Okay. My well, word. we'll see how we go. Okay. Oh, well, look, in the meantime, you can follow us on our social media. We've got Facebook at Double Bed Double Bill and Instagram's the same. And Twitter is Double Bill Pod. Or you can shoot us an email at Double Bed <laughs> Pod Bill Bed Pod Bob 95 gmail.com. Someone please send me an email and tell me what to eat. <laughs> double Bed Double Bill at gmail.com. That's the one. <laughs> I said 95 because it's yeah. my one. Because <laughs> you've got your email just in there. Dead. Dead. And look, you know, if you, um, if you like what we're doing, if you like what we're putting down, the best thing you can do to help us on along our little journey is give us a little share. Yeah, and tell your friends about us if you think... Yeah, recommend you, us. Think you have a friend that might enjoy hearing us or someone who loves movies. Yeah. If you do the Apple podcast thing, drop us like a five-star review and tell us you love us and 
Every little bit helps. Honestly, it really does help. Thank and you. while we're in this early part of the development of our little baby, um, yeah. the best way you can help us is really to get the word out. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs>